What is up, y'all? You are checking out the World of WWE podcast. I am your host, Ant, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host. Latino Heat, Carlos, what's up, guys? Latino Heat. Um, Late champion Dan is not with us today, but he will be back for our SmackDown recap episode. It has been a wild week in WWE, and we are only in the second week of January. It's going to be a crazy year. And if you're listening to us, you're checking out our Monday Night Raw recap from January 10th, 2022. And it is, like I said, a crazy episode. Royal Rumble is, what, two weeks away now? And we are on the road to WrestleMania. So let's just get right into it, and then we'll talk about the channel and everything later on. So we start off Raw with uh, WWE champion Brock Lesnar coming out with Paul Heyman. And we see Bobby Lashley, MVP, backstage. And Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin go up to him and basically ask, you know, if they can restart the Hurt Business. And Bobby tells him that he works alone. They then go back to the ring and Paul Heyman introduces us to Brock Lesnar. That's when Bobby Lashley and MVP immediately walk out. And Bobby tells Brock, it's an honor to share the ring and spotlight with you. It's an honor, with all due respect, to tell you for 20 years you have been ducking and running from me. And that is from mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley. Strong words. Uh, so, Brock says, it's an honor for, for you know me to be in the ring with me. I didn't have any clue who you were until I met you at day one. If we ever met in the past, I would have already beaten you. Basically, mm. calling Bobby Lashley a carbon copy of himself. Bobby tells Brock Lesnar, as a comedian, your money. And then Brock says, you know, well, comedian, I have a knock-knock joke. And he goes, knock-knock. And they go, Bobby, Bobby who? And he goes, exactly. Uh, he goes, it's impossible to beat Brock Lesnar when you're a Brock Lesnar wannabe. And that's when Brock leaves the ring. And from behind, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin attack Bobby Lashley. But Bobby destroys them and basically runs Shelton Benjamin's back into the ring post and sends Cedric Alexander into the um, ring post. Or, I'm sorry, into the guard railing. Okay, so before we talk about the actual promo, I have a question for you. Who do you think won this war of war, war of words between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar? They both had a lot to say to each other. Who do you think um, sounds more dominant between the two of them right now? Okay, so um, I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like Bobby came out thinking that Brock was going to be easy, like, you know, like, easy to, like, take down on the mic. So, like, he maybe, I think, maybe he was, like, overconfident over his head. But once Brock got, I feel like Brock got the upper hand on the whole, like, promo beat. I thought I was, he was, like, he was money on the mic. Like, he was really good. I enjoyed, like, like the whole promo. Like, he he literally roasted him. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, you can tell Bobby Lashley was, like, like low-key, um, I'm like triggered by like what the heck is this guy talking? Yeah, you could tell in his face that he was embarrassed. So yeah, I give that I give the W to Bob to Brock. 
But yeah, like, where was MVP? Where was MVP this whole time? MVP should have like at least helped, tried helping him out or something. I was thinking that too, though, low key, because I, I, you know, a lot of people kept MVP's like, right there. Like he could, he could save you, Bobby. Bobby, you're looking a little like, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised Paul Heyman didn't. I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised though, because I do like, you know, seeing Brock Lesnar talk for himself. Mm-hmm. But that's one I, thing that I want to see though, like a promo battle just between Paul and MVP, and see what. Yeah, I was surprised that didn't happen because there was so much hype being built around that happening, and it was just the two of them. But I agree with you, though. I do think that although Bobby Lashley got a couple of jabs in there, Brock Lesnar destroyed him, Mm -hmm. especially because there is a good comparison between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, and um, you'd be a fool if you didn't think that. And Bobby Lashley has to contend with that thought, am I just a carbon copy of Brock Lesnar? Or am I better than him? And we'll find that out at the Royal Rumble. Moving on. So then, basically, Randy Orton is with Riddle. And he tells Riddle, if you get lost out there in the rain tonight, he writes on Riddle's hands, tag, and Randy. Well, we then go to our Raw Tag Team Championship match. The champions, RK-Bro, defending against Alpha Academy. And there's a cool... Roton and running knee on the outside. Um, and Chad Gable lands a really cool flying senton to the outside. Riddle knee nails a floating bro to Otis. And then Randy lands a suplex and a superplex to Chad Gable. Otis makes the blind tag and Otis nails a press slam to pin Randy and become an Alpha Academy, become your new Raw Tag Team Champions. Carlos, did you think Alpha Academy deserve to be the Raw Tag Team Champions and deserve this win over RK-Bro? Definitely shock of the night. And um, I feel like, why didn't they do this to the Street Profits? Like, if they, if they, okay, if they wanted RK-Bro to lose the titles, why didn't they give them to the Street Profits, you know, mm. at day one? Or, I mean... I mean, I, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm becoming a fan of them, like Alpha Academy, because like they're giving Chad Gable more time in the ring, where I'm getting impressed by his work, mm-hmm. like a singles competitor. And then Otis is like good too. Like I never really had had a problem with Otis. He's like he's just gotten more like I guess more star power dealing with Chad Gable. Yeah. But, yeah, I like the team though. But but I was surprised, like really shocked. Like why would you do this on Monday Night Raw? So, do you think, though, that, like, are you okay with them being Raw Tag Team Champions and RK-Bro no longer being the champions? I mean, yeah, but I think this is going to lead to something bigger for RK-Bro. Okay, so you think this is just sort of like a transitional championship? Not like transitional, but, like, something, like, just between the team. Like, maybe they, like, break up or, like... Oh, okay, okay. So, you just... I gotcha, I gotcha. Um... Yeah, Chad Grave Gable is definitely impressive for because sure. They're both they're both really good at singles competitors, Riddle and Riddle and Randy Orton. Yeah, something's gonna happen. But to bring you back to the Street Profits, and we're gonna be talking about them in a minute, maybe they're gonna wait for WrestleMania to have them win the titles. But I feel like they need to turn heel first. I've I've been waiting for a while. Yeah. For them to turn heel. Yeah. Well, Speaking of the Straight Profits, they are teaming up with the United States champion Damian Priest to take on the Dirty, the dirty Dogs and Apollo Crews with his commander Aziz at ring size. Uh, Angelo Dawkins take out the other team and he lands a spinning splash to Robert Roode. 
Montez Ford lands a huge planche on the outside, but Dolph nails a zigzag on Angelo Dawkins to get the win. So my question here is, what is the point of this match? Why are these teams fighting? Are we going to see Apollo Crews versus Damian Priest for the U.S. title? Um, The Dirty Dogs are just always randomly put into random matches. What do you think? What do you think was the point of this match? I just feel like um, since Apollo's in a feud with uh, with um, Damian Priest right now, um, I don't know if Street Profits are in a feud with Dave, with the Dirty Dog, but like I guess it was just like a way to like put like a make a sick man tag so like it can make sense between Apollo and Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. And now I asked this question uh, when we were doing our Slammy Awards and our year rev- year end review of 2021. Those are all in the archives. Check it on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, YouTube. They're all available in our archives, the World of WWE Podcast. But anyways, going back to that, I'm going to ask you another question. Out of these men, the Street Profits, Damian Priest, the Dirty Dogs, and Apollo Crews, and Commander Aziz, who do you think is going to have a better 2022? Out of all those guys? Yeah, who do you think is going to be the one to, out of all those guys, have a better year? I'm going to have to go with Damien Priest. Okay. okay. Why do you say that? I'm, I mean, he's been on fire for a while lately. I mean, my, my only problem right now is, like, he was on fire before he got changed up. Yeah. And he had nothing wrong with him. Like, what the – why are you ruining something that's nothing to be changed? That should be his, – his music was good. Mm-hmm. And he was on fire before. Like, the, I like the open challenge thing that he would yeah. be doing. Like, that was good. And then now he got the anger, that little anger thing that he yeah, had. Yeah, the right whole, now. like, date in. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. Like, he didn't have to be, he didn't have to do anything with him. Leave him the way he is. He's fine. Like, I don't know. It just gets me angry seeing that. I'm like, oh, my God. But I don't know. I feel like maybe they're going to be, like, maybe he'll eventually, like, like, get back on the horse. But he is, he is pretty much on fire right now. Or turn heel if he's gonna be have that dark I thought, side. I thought he turned heel. I thought he turned heel at Survivor Series. <laughs> yeah, n- uh, yeah. I thought I thought he did, but he did. I guess he's still safe. But I thought he turned heel at Survivor Series when he attacked Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, normally when you're you know when you cheat to win, I would think that that's sort of a heelish move. I mean, he didn't yeah. win, but I mean, you know. But he attacked them. He attacked both um, Rick Boogs and. Um, Shinsuke. So I thought it was a heel turn, but I guess not. Yes, no. Well, speaking of heel turns, and if there are or not, Seth freaking Rollins. By the way, you are a big Seth fan. What do you think yeah. of officially changing his name to Seth freaking Rollins? I mean, they've been calling him Seth freaking Rollins for years, but it's kind of weird, like having Captain Kong Seth freaking Rollins every time he comes out. Like, they would call him that every once in a while, like, little, like, catchphrase for him, but, like, now it's, like, every time. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when they were doing, like, Biggie Langston, and then they dropped that for Yeah. Biggie. You know, they mm-hmm. always do those, like, or, weird. Or, um, what, what's another <laughs> one that they did? They, uh... The uh, Viking Raiders. First, it was the Viking. First, they were War Raiders. Or, or uh, it was, it, was Keith, it was from Keith Lee to Bearcat Lee, or... Yeah. Um, another one. There was another one that I remember that I was really upset about. Um, what was it? It was not Robert Roode. It was Bobby Roode to Robert Roode. 
Oh, um, it was Alexander Rusev to Rusev. Okay, yep, 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 yep. All these name changes, like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they totally... Well, they, what are they going to change? Damien Priest to Priest? Poor Rusev. I mean, he's good and he's doing well in AEW, but I mean, they killed his character. They have... No, I mean, I liked him as a Russian. Like, when he first came up, I liked him like that. Like, he was dominant as fuck. But then, eh, I don't know, like, the whole Rusev day, and that was pretty entertaining, though, too. Yeah. Rusev right, day... So. Seth freaking Rollins comes out and he talks about his match with Roman Reigns, the Royal Rumble, and Seth says he will be the new Universal Champion. And he talks about how did I get my title shot? Seth says he took matters into his own hands. He goes, There are three certain things you know in life are like going that are like inevitable death, taxes, and Seth freaking Rollins beating Roman Reigns. Every single time. I was going to actually text you that line. Um, or maybe I did. I don't know if I did. No, you did. You did. You did. But that that was that was a line that for me I feel like um that, that was it's, it's it's right though. I I don't think Roman's ever beaten Seth one on one. But I like that and if he if he does beat him, that'll be a huge milestone for him. You need to have a line like that. Like, that is such a line where it's, like... But, like, I mean, people said that line in WWE a lot of times, like, something with taxes. I remember Roman said something, like, he was, like, three things. He said, uh, uh, you don't piss in the wind. You never you never pull on Superman's cape. And you never stab your brothers in the back. But I guess... I remember that was one that he said when, when Seth first turned on, on the shield. But, like, I guess that's another... Mm. Maybe he was sort of like alluding to that in that comment. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so then after that, Big E comes out and he Big E tells Seth Rollins he will be in the Royal Rumble match and he challenges Seth to a match here tonight on Raw. So we now go to Seth Frickin' Rollins versus Big E. Seth lands a planchet to the outside. He lands his cool big splash to Seth Rollins on the apron. Very good Seth- match, by the way. Yeah, it was a very good match. Seth nails a top rope knee to E. Big E hits a Uranagi and a spare off the apron to the outside. Seth Rollins nails a huge frog splash two count. Big E applies a stretch muffler submission, and Seth Rollins ends up actually getting the win after a curb stomp. Here's my question for you. Now we can go over the match, but then my question is, what do you think is happening with Big E? He was WWE champion. He just lost the title. He is now, you know, feuding, not really feuding, but, you know, has an issue with Seth Rollins. He loses to Seth. He's going to be in the Rumble match. First, tell me your thoughts on the match, and then what do you think is happening with Big E right now? Yeah, Big E, he's lost all his momentum that he had before when he was champion. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. He, it's like, people are saying a lot of things about Saturn, like, like, oh, he's a joke. He, like, that's, that's what, those, this is the reason that he's not champion right now. This, that, he's too, he needs to be more serious. And I get that part, but it's not like we've never seen silly champions before. Like, remember yeah. Kofi? Remember yep. all these guys that were like like champions? You you get what I'm saying, right? Like yeah, of course, yeah. People are, people are saying that he should have like been more serious, but like he was not a believable champion. I mean, I think that his champion reign was good. 
it's just my opinion. The guys that he that they had him had him wrestle when he was champion were better wrestlers than him, in my opinion. Like I guess like he wasn't ready yet, or it wasn't really his fault though. It was like more the writers' fault. Like they could have done better with him. Okay. But eventually, I think he's gonna get another title reign. He's definitely he's definitely like young in the game. All right, so that could so you don't think he's done yet? You think that he will be? I back think yeah, he's gonna eventually first. find his way back up. But I, but I do think that it would have been better if he would have like turned on the new day first, yeah, and then won the title, like literally like dominated, like destroyed the whole new day, like Xavier was and Kofi, like both destroyed them, and then like won the title a little bit after. I thought that would have been a little bit maybe a little cooler. Yeah, I agree, my man. I thought they were gonna split because of like. You know, but it's good to see a team that doesn't split. Like it's always seeing teams turn on each other, but like they're they're showing like their real brotherhood. A hundred percent. Yep. All right, and you said it was a good match, so you like the match too. Yeah. What's your opinion on Biggie right now? So for me, I I kind of agree with you in the sense of like I like Biggie. I don't think there's anything wrong with having like a silly champion. My thing is, again, like you said, the writers didn't really build him up away as much as. All right, we were having some technical difficulties, so we had to toss it to a quick break, but we are back. And Carlos, let me answer your question. You were asking me about Biggie, what I think is going to happen to him, what, what is happening to him. And I do think he's a silly champion. But I feel like the writers, they haven't really been giving him a lot of, like, build. It's been a lot of just, um, you know, oh, I just won the title and I'm going to beat you, beat you, beat you. There hasn't really been a challenger who was chasing after the title. There wasn't a really rivalry. It was just challengers for you to take on. And then, but there's one thing, like, there's nothing really wrong with being a silly champion either. Like, we've had, we've seen silly champions before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. Um, look at mankind. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but no, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I do think that they should have given him like as champion a bit time to at least have one storyline rivalry with someone. All of his matches were just. I mean, didn't he? He fought Kevin Owen, but that even that match wasn't really. One and I feel like if he would have won that fatal five way, that would have boosted him up to like top level. Like, yeah. wow, that would that would have been great for him. That would have been like, well, like that would have been awesome for him. He fought, so he won the title in November, right? So he fought Drew McIntyre. No, no, he won it in uh, September, I think. Really? September, yeah, yeah. September, okay, well, September. I remember him. I remember him. He won it from Bobby Lashley, and then I remember. I remember he, there wasn't a December pay-per-view, so there wasn't really a match he could have. He was fighting. He, was, he had a little bit of a rivalry with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins in December. And then January, you know, day one, Brock Lesnar was at it. So you didn't really have time to have an actual rivalry. Um, it was main, his, I think, I think he, his first rivalry was with Bobby Lashley. That's who he won it from. And then, like, it, from there, it just kept going, like, on and on. Well, yeah, but the, the feud with Lashley lasted, like, through all of, like, three, two weeks. Um, and they had a cage match and, like, couple matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess Bobby Lashley, you could say, would be his challenger. But, um, 
And then that little thing with Roman that he was like back and forth with like Roman and and like yeah, stuff. But, but what I I guess let me I guess I should be a bit more clear. What I mean is more of like, for example, um, like the steel cage match that took place on Raw, right? Mm-hmm. That was that settled that feud, right? Because that was. Yeah. I feel like he needed to have feuds that would have been settled on a pay-per-view. So instead of just having it be like, okay, Drew McIntyre is, I know this is, you know, what they, I didn't they do him at Crown Jewel? Yeah, Drew McIntyre is a good competitor, but then after Crown Jewel, they just dropped the whole issue between the two of them. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I think they also need to change the way Survivor because, like, because they because they they moved through SmackDown. Remember that's why. Yeah, and then they also had Survivor Series, which I think is dumb. Like, stop doing title versus title because that takes away from the storylines. Big E could have been involved in a match with Seth Rollins or Kevin Owens or anybody, but no, we're going to do title versus title, you know, like, and nobody really cares at this point, you know, there's really no, and I think we talked about this while we were doing it, when it comes to Survivor Series now, there's really no uh, reason to to really get into it, other than, okay, you're going to see Raw versus SmackDown, you know, there's no real back in like 2017 2016 2018 there were but lately the past couple of years it's just literally been thrown together but that is for another show and another day so this episode is definitely going to go into the vault as probably one of the most chaotic ones that we have had i am so sorry uh again technical difficulties hopefully Everything is being fixed. There's some stuff happens happening. To the, it happens to the best of us. Oh, my Lord. But anyways, <laughs> moving on. Next up, we have... By the way, I love how nothing is stopping us. Like, we are going. We are going <laughs> we don't, don't, Nothing's stopping us. Nothing. Okay, so Nikki, almost a superhero, Rhea Ripley, are in the ring. Nikki says that her and Rhea officially challenged the women's tag team champions, Carmella and Queen Zelina. Rhea says, uh, that's not what we talked about. We weren't supposed to say that. Rhea is about to tell Nikki something. Or no, uh, Nikki is about to say something, but Rhea says, let's talk in the back. Nikki then tells Rhea, so you think you're better than me. Nikki says, I stayed by your side through thick and thin. Even when I am better than the other than you in the ring she tell Rhea tells nikki it's time to say goodbye Rhea says she always believed in nikki and she wants the best for nikki the two of them hug and then nikki almost a superhero attacks Rhea and takes her out so my question for you is was nikki the right person to turn heel in this tag team um I think it's going to benefit Nikki, Nikki a lot. Mm. Do you think they're going to obviously keep up the superhero gimmick, or do you think they're going yeah, to? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. She said when she said when she said superheroes don't need any friends. Oh yeah, she, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, and I think she's. I think it's stupid, but let's see where it goes from here. Let's see. Yeah, we'll, so we'll see. It would be like a corrupt superhero, kind of like the boys. That would be good. Yeah. Okay, so then we then have a squash match between. 
Omos and Nick Sanders. Oh my God. He just <laughs> dominates and hits his finisher. Um, there's really nothing to talk about with this match, but my question for you is what do Omos you. Omos needs to be released. Well, so I guess that's your prediction because I was going to say to you, what do you think will happen with Omos in 2022? He needs to be released. Like, uh, he can't wrestle. He only knows like three, four moves. Like, come on. <laughs> Omos, yeah, he doesn't really do it for me. I, I'm not really. I think it's cool. He reminds me a lot of the great Kali. He reminds you of who? The great Kali. Oh, the great Kali. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. doesn't really have a lot of moves. Yeah. We'll have to see But yeah, Omas, I don't think he really has improved much since last year's uh, WrestleMania. So we'll have to wait and see, you know, what's in I think that was his biggest moment. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. WrestleMania. Next, we have the cutting edge with the Glamazon Beth Phoenix. Edge welcomes Beth to the ring, and he says at the Royal Rumble, you and I are going to do some damage. Beth and I have collected 35 titles together. We are the only couple in the Hall of Fame, and his wife and my wife is a wrecking machine. And Edge shows us a video package of Beth Phoenix, which brought me back to my middle school days. So Beth says that that video is just a little sampling. They will shut up Ms. and Maryse's mouth once and for all at the Royal Rumble. That's when the Miz and Maryse come out. Miz says you should be honored to be in the ring with Maryse. Edge says that he respects Maryse, but Beth smashes people. Beth says now that I'm back, you've been a quiet little mouse. And at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to beat you. And then basically they show, they prior to this, they had shown a video package of Maryse too. And so basically Maryse is quiet. The man starts saying, well, you better tell her that, that you're the best and that you're going to beat her at the Royal Rumble and tell Beth that she sucks and da-da-da-da. And Maryse walks. Miz is, trying, Miz is trying to motivate his woman, you know? Yep, and so then Maryse walks to the back, and then uh, Beth says to the Miz, if Maryse doesn't show up at the Royal Rumble, Beth will gladly put her hands on the Miz first. Ooh. Hubba bubba. So my question is, <laughs> do you like seeing the couples um, together and this mixed tag match forming? Yeah, well, what the hell is wrong with, with Beth's hair? Like, <laughs> She's turning into like the fucking Lion King every fucking week. I know she's, she's looking funny with the hair. You like, like stop, please. So, are you happy to see though the couple, the it couple versus the grit couple, or do you think uh, you'd rather see Edge and the Miz alone against each other? Yeah, I, I like, I like this. It's pretty cool, but um, I really just want to see Edge. I, I really want to see Edge like actually in a good feud. Like, I, I really want him to see if. I want to see him in a few AJ Styles already. That's like my my dream match for them. All right, that could happen down the line. I hope it happens soon. Like that's that's what I want. Like to really see. I am very happy with uh, seeing Mitty's on TV again. Yeah, me too. Like, I do like this whole idea of her not really talking and not really doing much. I have a feeling that tonight or next week, Mitty's is gonna put her hands on Beth. You know, like snap. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. So, yes, I'm excited to see the couples involved, too. 
Next, we have the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, against Austin Theory. Austin Theory is in control to start the match. Austin Theory lands a modifying brain buster, but then Grayson Waller attacks AJ Styles, and this causes the, the win for disqualification win for AJ. And then after the match, AJ attacks Grayson, who walks off. So I have two questions here for this. The first question is why, well, I don't, I don't want to say why, but well, I guess I can say why. Why and are you happy that AJ Styles is being involved in the storyline with an NXT wrestler? That's the first question. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a good way to build up, I guess, like younger talent. Like give, give NXT some spotlight too, you know? Like, I don't, I don't, it's, it's a good way to, I guess, uh, build up some, like, give some eyes towards NXT. Okay. I think. All right. And then my second question. But who is, but Grayson Roller doesn't really get a reaction, though. Like, people don't know who he really is. Yeah. Honestly. They should use, like, Braun Breaker, the NXT champion, to do it. Because then at least it's like, yeah, Grayson Waller isn't really, uh, you know, I feel like I feel like once he goes, once Braun Breaker goes to the main roster, they're gonna put him t- straight towards Roman Reigns. Honestly, oh, in my opinion, we'll see what happens. By the there. looks of it, by look, by have the you been watching it, NXT? Yeah, I've been getting into it a little bit, Ooh. a little bit. All right, all right, well, well, okay, all right. So yes, yeah, so okay, cool. And then my second question is, do you think Austin Theory is worth the hype? Yeah, I, I like Austin Theory. I don't have a problem with him. Okay. I like theory. I think, I think he's really. I think he has a really uh, bright future if he continues uh, where he's going. I agree. I do like Austin Theory too, and I was excited to see this matchup. But of course, it was sort of like short based on the disqualification. So, and I like how like, I like how he's like he's Vince's like pet. I get not really pet, but like you know, his, yeah. uh, like like teacher's pet. I don't know. I don't know how to. He's like say pretty it. much like trying to like kiss up to Vince McMahon to get more. Uh, TV time. Yes, 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 yes. Speaking of TV time, up next, before our triple threat match for the number one contenders, we have a therapy session with Alexa Bliss. And uh, the doctor wants to try to heal Bliss. And he shows uh, Alexa Bliss the video of Charlotte Flair destroying Lily. And the doctor then asks Alexa, how does she feel, you know, after seeing that? And she feels, she's like, how do I feel? She pours water over, like, a cup and it runs. She lets it, like, run over the cup. And Alexa says she feels dandy and she destroys the doctor's office. Mm. Here's my question. Do you think they should give up on this gimmick of Alexa Bliss being this supernatural being? Yes. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how they're gonna do it. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, hope uh, hopefully it. hopefully this leads up to that. What was that? I'm hoping that this leads up to that, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I really like come on. <laughs> I don't understand the point of it anymore. And uh, I just I mean this is only the first week though. Come on, we uh, let's give it some time. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe tonight they'll do some I don't know. I just do hope that she turns back into her goddess character. I feel like these therapy sessions might last a little bit like a long while. Gotcha, gotcha. 
All right, so we were here at our main event. Before the match can start, the Raw Women's Champion Big Time Bex, Becky Lynch, comes out to do commentary. And we have the three-way number one contendership match, Liv Morgan taking on Bianca Belair and Dewdrop. And yeah, Liv, I didn't really care for this match. Well, we'll talk. We'll get there. So okay. Liv nails a planchette of both of the women outside. And Liv also lands a really cool hurricane ride to Bianca Belair. Bianca lands a suplex, and Dewdrop lands a running cross body to Liv. Dewdrop nails a Mishinoku driver, and she slams Liv Morgan on top of Bianca Belair to a two count. Liv Morgan then stomps on Dewdrop's back, and she applies the rings of Saturn. Bianca Belair then lifts, lifts up Liv Morgan, but Liv nails a code breaker to both women. Dewdrop holds up Liv and drops her. And then Bianca lands a 450 splash. We, we see Bianca nail a spine buster and a double springboard moonsault. Kiss of death to live, but Becky Lynch attacks Bianca Belair, setting her outside of the ring. Bianca and Becky fight outside, and that is when Dewdrop nails a Rikishi drop to Liv Morgan to get the win. And then after the match, Beyond Becky Lynch and Dewdrop get in each other's face. Becky tries to nail the manhandle slam, but realizes that she cannot lift up Dewdrop. So Dewdrop will be taking on Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble for the Raw Women's Championship. So what do you think of the match? And then my question is, do you think Dewdrop is a worthy challenger for Becky Lynch come the Royal Rumble? It's something different. It's something yeah. different. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, and you did. You say you weren't really feeling the match. Yeah, not really. No, no. Was it because you felt like it wasn't like giving you enough wrestling? What was it about the match that you? I, I don't know. Maybe because it's like we already like. I, maybe I was just like too tired already of watching the whole episode of Raw. Because I guess like the third hour got me a little like already by the <laughs> third hour. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, very like, well. Right. Second hour, like the first hour of the show, I would have been like more into it, but I don't know. It's just something about it that I just got. I was not like really into it. Well, it was like, why the Morgan's in a number one contender match, which she already lost twice to Becky Lynch. Why I put her in there? Bianca, I mean, Bianca, I feel like Bianca should have been the more logical one to win. Yeah. Because like, who dropped lost to her three, th three weeks in a row, too? Not recently, but like uh, a couple times. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't. First, I don't feel. I feel. I don't feel like the right person won. But it's something different, you know. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be a different type of challenge for Becky Lynch uh, to take on Dewdrop. But that we will all get to see at the Royal Rumble, which is January 29th. I'm assuming it's a Saturday. On yeah. Review and um. Oh, wait, this is the end of the show. Yeah, that was it for Raw. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> wow. it was a. It, you know, uh, I think the, the crazy noises in the background kind of got us uh, flustered there. But no, that was it. A raw, they really this past week. They, 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 the, they let the woman main event the show. Wow. Yeah. And then SmackDown, too, was kind of like it wasn't the greatest. This, this past week in WWE has been kind of stagnant. But I'm no, sure. no, this, this SmackDown, I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but we'll talk about SmackDown when we get there. Oh, SmackDown. I thought it was really okay, okay. Yep. Well, we'll get there. You will hear our recap to that, too, everybody listening. But first, before we go, I do want to remind you that coming February 22nd, 2022, 
the world of WWE podcast is officially changing its name to the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are going to be covering WWE, AEW, and much, much more. So be on the lookout for that on February 22nd. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell for us on YouTube. It is a great way to get all of our podcasts on there. If you are not subscribed to any sort of streaming platform, YouTube is a great place to subscribe. And we also feature a lot of different videos on YouTube as well. So when you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. And also feel free to listen to us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere podcasts are streaming and available. Just type in the search engine the world of WWE Podcasts and we will pop up. We're also available on Instagram, world.wwe. When you look us up, there are so many different videos and pictures that are posted every week. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Also available on Facebook group, the World of WWE Podcast on their general group. Get instant notification when there are videos and new podcasts available. And yes, I just said available. I don't know where I'm going today, guys, but I think So that was it for Raw. Royal Rumble is coming up. Stay tuned for our SmackDown recap. We also will be doing a very special Royal Rumble episode, which will be dropping. Let me say the date for that. Should we? Should we? Should we? Uh, rate Monday Night Raw? I yeah, give it like, yeah. like seven, a seven point five out of ten. Yeah. Okay, I give it. I give it a seven. It yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't better yeah. than what it was, and it wasn't the greatest. Yeah. So our special Rumble Rumble episode will premiere on Sunday, this Sunday, January 23rd. And it's going to be a whole episode dedicated to everything Royal Rumble. I have the 30 greatest Royal Rumble matches according to the wrestling estate. I will be telling you those matches so you can check them out. And we'll be talking about the top moments and much more for the Royal Rumble. That is premiering January 27th, or I'm sorry, January 23rd at 8 p.m. That will be a Sunday. And also be on the lookout for our SmackDown recap video that will be dropping this Thursday, January 20th at 8 p.m. as well. So be on the lookout for all of that. Thank you everyone for checking this out. Stay safe. Latino Heat, do you have any more words? That's everything. Stay safe and yeah, have a good night. All right. The road to WrestleMania. We are on Royal Rumble two weeks. Be safe, and we will see you soon. Bye. See ya.